0: Is it possible that we might be able to use a simple blood test to stay ahead of breast cancer? Well, that's what some BC Cancer researchers are hoping. They're hoping that will help us monitor the disease and guide doctors in treatment early on. Uh, This was part of the announcement that researchers at BC Cancer made. So we wanted to hear and learn more about it. Dr. Stephen Chia is with us, chair of the Breast Cancer Tumor Group at BC Cancer. And Dr. Chia, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. It was really a privilege to be able to be part of an announcement that the Konkone Family Foundation is donating $1.2 million to BC Cancer. For an initiative to develop standardize uh, and applicability of what we call circulating tumor DNA in breast cancer and potentially other malignancies, as you said, in ways of an earlier monitoring and assessment of responsiveness to treatment.
0: Okay, what does that mean, though? Is that like so, like we do with prostate cancer, like a blood test that would help us determine if there is breast cancer?
1: So in a in a similar matter is a blood test. We now have the technological ability to do sequencing off of fragments of DNA in the blood. So we've known for several years, but only because of the sensitivity of the analytics of sequencing can we now actually detect and sequence small fragments of DNA that come from the tumor in the blood. So now we have an actual very sensitive ability to detect changes in the blood from the, D, from the DNA and also understand what are the actual DNA changes rather than just detecting there's a cell present or there's a marker like PSA as they have in prostate cancer.
0: Right. So does it matter how big the tumor is or how far along the cancer is?
1: It's a good question. The The studies at this point do show that you have a much higher likelihood of being able to detect it in the blood with larger tumors or more advanced stage. So a lot of the work is being done in that area. Obviously, we want to be able to, over time, be able to use an assay that can be used in earlier detection to help to individualize somebody and say, listen, there is no detectable DNA in the blood, perhaps we don't need any more drug treatment or any drug treatment at all, or if in the other scenario there is detectable, further treatment might be needed, and you can actually quantify if it falls that how much treatment more is needed.
0: Right. So then is the idea for this, Dr. Chia, the idea that uh, cancer, if it exists in the body, will leave some kind of fingerprint?
1: Correct. Uh, and right now that fingerprint is cells dying off or in a, whatever process that they, they, they actually do have blood, a DNA leaked from the cell into the blood that we can capture and analyze.
0: Right. So up until now though, what has been the, what's the difference with what we do now? Like you actually had to find the actual cancerous cell.
1: So, it's a good question. So, right now, there is no blood test that can standardly detect that there is the presence of cancer cells in the blood. There's indirect manners, uh, tumor markers that we use, for instance, PSA and prostate cancer that are markers that can be shed from tumor cells into the blood. Um, but nothing that analyzes the actual genomic or DNA changes at such a high level where you can actually understand what might be driving the cancer and, again, potentially then match certain drugs to what's driving the cancer.
0: That's so interesting. So is this like the future of cancer research?
1: This is the present and the future, and, and this investment uh, and donation from the Konkani Foundation will, will really uh, prime the pump for us to do it in a, in a provincial manner across our province, and do it in actual cancer patients as part of a research study to understand if there is a correlation with what we detect how much we detect in relation to how well they do on treatment.
0: Interesting. So that, it means that you can like tailor the cancer treatment as well, right?
1: Absolutely correct. You can tailor how much and potentially what type of treatment. Those are the goals. They're not demonstrated as of yet, but that's part of the initiative to demonstrate that. And and we're not the only ones, of course, in the world doing this. Others are, but we, I think from a a larger population and a real world experience, are one of the largest, definitely largest in Canada doing this.
0: Yeah, are we getting closer to that ability to just individually target the actual cancer cells as opposed to trying to kill everything?
1: Um, Well, I think this has the ability for us to detect if there's a presence of DNA in the blood and what are the molecular alterations, then the ability to actually selectively only target cancer cells with specific drugs. I mean, that's obviously the holy grail, and there are some drugs that achieve that pretty well, I wouldn't say 100%. Um, but yeah, that you need both of them. You need to be able to identify and match and then you also need the specific treatments that spare normal cells.
0: Dr. Chia, what is the frustrating aspect of being a cancer researcher? Because, you know, we've been fighting, fighting, fighting this disease, but it always seems to be like 10 steps ahead of us. <laughs>
1: The most frustrating thing is those damn cancer cells. Um, and in fact, because we've learned over time that the cancer cells will adapt to treatments, develop pathways or alterations for resistance, change different pathways that then circumvent that what we're blocking or trying to inhibit. And so absolutely, we, I think, in the past have underestimated how adaptable cancer cells are to the treatment pressures.
0: Okay, so then you said other areas in the world are working on this. Like, what kind of work, and where would you say some of the big research is being done?
1: Um, Well, I think this type of technology is now uh, well-established in terms of knowledge that it can be done. There's different assays that are being applied to the the blood collected. Uh, A lot of the work that's being done is is being done as part of... um, uh, drug trials where blood is collected uh, and seeing if it can monitor how if it if it you know detect uh, if it can actually predict responsiveness to treatment earlier than we can with standard imaging. So they're being done internationally. Um, there's many individual you know ha- uh, high research uh, centers, whether it be Memorial Sloan Kettering New York, Harvard, MD Anderson, that are doing it in their institution. But for one of the advantages in BC Cancer is that we provide care for our whole population in this province, and so we have the ability to look at this in a, in a larger population base that, that spans the spectrum of different ethnicities and standard care treatments.
0: Okay, so then ideally, with the announcement made today, you would see this as what, the first step down that road for improving treatment?
1: I think this is the first step. There's a lot of groundwork that needs to be done to establish the assay, the sensitivity of the assay, the reproducibility, the legwork of understanding the bioinformatics. We want to be able to develop the platform that we can do the tests Quickly, reliably produce real-time results and be able to do that across wherever the cancer patient is being treated. We collect the blood, send it to a central lab, and then do the standardized outputs with the bioinformatics that we can turn it back down, turn it back around in a, in a very quick manner.
0: Right, and so this is just focusing on breast cancer, but is there a particular reason for that, that, uh, that we're focused on breast cancer with this?
1: Well, part of the the focus on breast cancer has to do with uh, both the, the the research expertise we have with Dr. Apriacio, as head of the molecular breast cancer program here in British Columbia, and his uh, wor- world renowned um, sort of work in the journal of breast cancer. Part of it has to do with our our clinical platforms of of clinical expertise and care in breast cancer, and really the Conconi Foundation through. Um, uh, uh, through their foundation and individuals in there, there's a, a linkage to an individual with breast cancer and really, um, you know, brings it to the forefront for them.
0: That is Dr. Stephen Chia, chair of the breast cancer tumor group at the BC Cancer Agency with some of the very promising work that they are undertaking in the next couple of years.